Welcome back to My Streaming Bubble with me, Jen. Today's bubble is part two of Meg and I chatting about Gilmore Girls, so there's plenty of spoilers. Thanks for listening and keep streaming. We're back. And we're back with more White Claw. With more White Claw. You can talk very calmly now about Christopher. About Christopher. Ugh. Cue the rage. <laughs> he is the worst. Look at my yeah. notes. So you did all this stuff, and I just <laughs> these, like, monster scraggles about stuff. Christopher returns. Christopher returns. On his motorcycle, boasting about his shit. He can't even buy his kid a dictionary. Yeah. And then he's like, but, marry me, Lord. He's, but everything's going so great. I'm not going to lie. As much as I love Luke and Lorelai, I feel like Christopher and Lorelai are the ones who, like, really deserve each other. Pretty much. They kind of they kind of do deserve each other. First time watching the series, I think I was one of those dingbats that kind of wanted, always wanted Christopher and Lorelai to get together. As much as I wanted Lorelai and Luke to be together, because love Luke, and I thought, like, they did work very well together. Kind of with that fairy tale idea of bio parents being together and raising the family, you know, mm-hmm. and the kid together and everything. As the show went on, I was very happy when her and Luke finally finally got together and stayed together um at that very end but now yeah i think they just christopher and lorelei just deserve each other yeah they're not great people <laughs> <laughs> well and lorelei okay Laura, i will give lorelei she is flawed but she's not like a bad no person. no she's christopher not is just a dick just kind like, of a shit he is kind of a shit and then in this season you meet his parents and you <gasps> totally understand mm-hmm. why and that is one of my favorite episodes I also loved that episode it's one of my favorite richard and emily episodes mm-hmm. because and it's honestly it's it's one of i'm not gonna say it's one of my favorite christopher episodes because it's just the introduction but i really like how it's written and you get within this one episode 100 percent of what life with christopher is mm-hmm Coming and going as he pleases. Yep. Always doing these big grand gestures that he cannot follow through on. Mm-hmm. And trying to get Lorelai to marry him. And it's, it kills me because it's like clearly the idea of these two together for them both mm-hmm. is better than the reality of what it would be. Yes. And that but, fairy tale idea of happily right. ever after. They're like, oh, high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. We made a mistake. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Anyone who just like does not, who is like, I have a kid, mm-hmm. and she won't marry me, so I'm just not going to be a part of anything. Right. He, if if all he's ever really wanted was to marry Lorelai and be a part of that family and everything, then he really probably should have like tried a little harder and, and done a little bit more. Um, anything? Yeah. Anything like stuck around. He yep. went to California. Yep. Like he didn't even go off to college like the big plan of the parents mm-hmm. had for them or anything like that. He just went off and I don't know, rode on a motorcycle for a while, started some Something. software sta- startups. Yeah. It was funny too because when that I was watching <laughs> when I was watching that episode, Timmy came in and he watched a little bit, then left, came back. 10, 15 minutes later and just demanded to know if this was the episode where Christopher came back talking, talking like he was high shit and everything and everything's going so well for him. But then he ends up asking Richard for money or something. And Lorelai finds out Lorelai gets all mad. Like you were supposed to have your shit together. And here you are asking, you know, Mm -hmm. my parents for money. I was like, you are a mega dork. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not this episode. It's when we first meet Christopher. Come on. (laughs) 
same kind of shit like with my husband. He he knows way more about this show than I think he ever mm-hmm. ever desired to know. He still says "Oi" with the poodles already. Should <laughs> be super excited to have to hear that I said that. But no, so, so yeah. when Christopher returns and they and Emily is like trying to get this whole dinner party together, and I love mm-hmm. how hard she tries, and it gives you kind of a snap of what it would must have been like when. Lorelai first got pregnant like these different yeah. personalities and it shows you that money cannot buy class mm-hmm. absolutely um and it really puts Richard and Emily in like a new light I, I yeah the same yeah because Richard defending Lorelai mm-hmm. when strobe what kind of name yeah. is strobe strobe and francine yes strobe and francine so he defends her and then she's like I'm really touched by it later on and he's like what the fuck did you think I was going to do? And then he lets her have it about how hurt mm-hmm. he and Emily were when she took Rory and they were 20 minutes away and she like, they may as well have been on the moon Yeah, for how completely she cut them off. Yeah, And I love that in this first season we hear from Rory, Emily, and Richard about how not cool that was with all of them. Mm-hmm. And at mm-hmm. one point she's finally like, oh, I guess I didn't really realize that just because I don't like this life, you might not, you mm-hmm. would might like it, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, rule one of parenting is you put your kid's shit before your own shit. You swallow your pride. Exactly. And she couldn't, it's selfish, spoiled brat, Lorelai Gilmore. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But so, yeah, so Richard gets into her, and then Rory, and I really feel for Rory so much in this, because yeah. she's listening, and I can't help but feel like this is something that's been going on for her whole life, hearing about the big mistake. Yeah. And knowing that that quote-unquote big mistake. Yep was you mm-hmm. and i loved in the kitchen when emily was just like just so you know you are always loved and wanted and i was like yep i love you emily mm-hmm. like, my heart grew three times mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very nice sweet emily moment with um her and rory and yeah i i agree i kind of felt for rory too having to hear all that and then because it comes up quite often in that first season yeah. um these like you said, it comes up in conversation. Who knows how many times it's come up in her lifetime, in her 16 years. Can't be easy. Well, it's even like little side things, like Emily mentioning about something being upstairs along with Lorelai's wasted potential. And Yeah. <laughs> She's not wrong. It's the golf clubs <laughs> are somewhere up along with her. Her wasted potential. <laughs> Shoved away somewhere oh, along with her. Oh, God. Work. I love those little digs. I love, I love the them. Emily digs. I love the backhanded compliments. What was it? Something where I think it was when Emily wanted to co-sign the loan for, maybe this was season two, um, for Lorelai to get the house fixed. and Yeah, that wasn't this season, I don't think. But Lorelai thinking there's something fishy. Emily wants something out of this, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Emily being like, I just wanted to do something nice for my daughter, you know, to be there, blah, 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 and all that kind of mushy stuff. And then Laura being like, Lorelai being like, all right, I'm sorry. And then Emily being like, great, we're going to have our DAR meetings at your inn (laughs) every Sunday. (laughs) And Lorelai being like, she's good. And because she is. Um. Oh, no, I absolutely love it. And I like... No, I just, I do. I adore Emily. But even when, um, after, after Rory is accepted to Chilton and they make their whole arrangement of paying the tuition and doing Friday night dinners, Emily calls Lorelai wanting to be like, I want to get some 
extra uniforms for and her. And, and, socks yeah, and all this little, she's oh, so excited. She is. And then Lorelai just shits all over that. And I'm like, look, Emily's trying. She want, you know what? My broke ass would be like, hell yeah, grandma, go buy all, fucking knock yourself out. Get the kids yeah. all the school stuff that you want. Like, I understand pride mm-hmm. to an extent. Mm-hmm. I, however, don't have any pride when it comes Me to my either. kids. <laughs> when it comes to my kids, like for myself, I, a little bit, a little bit. Like I'll, I'll little. say no, but if you push me, I'm like, okay, that's fine. You, <laughs> you do the it. one courtesy. No, no. Okay. Like I'll, I reach for the check, but I don't actually ever touch it. Yep. No. <laughs> yep. Not true. Um, it's true. But hey, <laughs> oh, you're but between that. that and like Emily trying to get a DSL line, and mm-hmm. and back then, dial-up versus DSL was a big deal a big deal Mm -hmm. and Lorelai not letting her put that in there because she likes to start the internet and then dance around for a little while and play as like you know what that's just her bullshit excuses her pride yep you know and it's like it's one of those things where she thinks where she's so much like Emily and mm-hmm. thinking that she knows her daughter so well. But yep. the difference is Emily actually does know Lorelai yep. really well. Emily mm-hmm. has Lorelai's number. Yep. And I love it. And I, I do too, all, especially I when she calls her out on the shit. Everything, all of that. But we weren't talking about that. We were talking Sorry. about Christopher. <laughs> and I don't know what else to say except Christopher is gross. Yeah. He's, like, he's not great. And then, yeah, because then as it's... Because, see, I started season two because I'm like... I forgot how long um, the seasons are. So I'm like, I need 20, to just... Well, it's 26 episodes. You know, on one hand, I do miss the longer seasons of shows. But for the sake of the podcast, I'm all about these 8 to 12 episodes because I can get through them so much faster. I don't know what you're talking about, man. So, yeah. I'm a delight. You are a delight. Once oh, a year. Once a year. This is twice a year, so it might be a little bit... It might be a little scary. Still high off Christmas, so I guess it's fine. <laughs> the holiday spirit. I brought, you, you brought I booze, brought so. Um, but there is one thing I kind of want to talk about, too. I made, I have really scattershot notes, and they're all just kind of random scribbles. But one thing I want to talk about was the double date episode. When, so Suki and Jackson. <gasps> and Rune. And Rune the incel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's my first note, is Rune is an incel. When he popped up, because God, what episode, I know I just have Rune, like in all caps. Double date, episode 12. It was their Suki Jackson's first date, and they're such little dorks, and Mm -hmm. they're so awkward, and it's adorable. And as much as I hated that Lorelai kind of shat on Suki for not having a relationship that one time, like, Mm -hmm. what do you know about? I love that it's spurred. Yeah. Suki to actually finally take a chance to get out of her rut and then meet the and meet her produce, her mushroom man. Her mush, and then she was so nervous about actually setting the date, and then you know Jackson comes <laughs> in and they're just like all nervous <laughs> and awkward, and then Suki's like, "What if he changed his mind?" Um, yeah, I like and then okay, Rune. fucking Rune shows up, but then so when um <laughs> when Suki's over at uh, Lorelai's getting all ready because then Lane and Rory have their double date. With one of Dean's... Todd. 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 What does Lane see in Todd? Was it the hair? It's hormones. It's hormones. hormones. 100%. She's like, Lane's like, you don't know what's on your shirt. He's as dumb as a box of hair. He's like, I like this shirt. Didn't listen to back. picture. Yeah. (laughs) It Um, was his sister's shirt. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Oh. 
Poor Lane. No, poor Lane. It's true. He had all the unearned confidence of a white dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> white dude in Stars Hollow. Um, white dude in Connecticut. But so when they're, when Suki's, you know, they're getting all prettied up for their double date and Suki's got her hair all up and fancy. Side note, I always love Suki's kitchen hair when she's got like the banana, bandana and, and all, all the different her, ways. And all her band-aids. Yeah, all her band-aids. Um, but Suki's like, oh, I need like a shawl or something. I don't know. All of a sudden I was just like, that shawl does not go with that outfit. You are a terrible friend for giving that to her. <laughs> First I think we watched like, this time with a real kind of bias against Lori. I didn't mean to. I was really, and I am still really excited to keep watching, but I was really excited to start this because it had been a while, mm-hmm. so long since I had watched the show, especially in any order. But yeah, my old grouchy bitch ass is just like, fuck you, Lorelai, and your entitled privileged white ass. <laughs> nice tight ass. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Skinny 32-year-old mother to a sick Ugh, like, Those boobs did not nurse. Fuck off. <laughs> So my, my notes on this whole thing is, I'm just gonna, Rune is an incel. Mm-hmm. Lorelai has the worst handshake, and mm-hmm. this is something I have noticed and thought like since the beginning of time, since I first watched this. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I'm gonna tell you about it, and then you're tell never me about gonna it. Not. So Ooh. hold your hand out like you're gonna shake my hand, and this is how she shakes. Yeah, she's got like this weird little like, like kind of kiss, kiss my hand, kiss my yeah, hand shake. And that's what like she all does dainty. every time. Ew. It, now you're welcome. So now you're going to notice that. Now I have something else to scream at my TV about. <laughs> you're my <welcome>. poor TV. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, this so bitch I, is nuts. I was like, so Suki and Jackson are adorbs. Lane is a cute, Todd's an idiot. And why would Lane want to have anything to do with this? Mm-hmm. And why does Jackson have to bring rune with him everywhere i don't understand that your cousin is just crashing and you're like he has to come with i don't i don't understand that kind of don't either like leave him let him go to the bowling alley by himself i'm so glad he finally was like bye could could he not be trusted is he and he's so unpleasant like so unpleasant he's awful and then poor luke tries to ask lorelei out but she gets interrupted by Mrs. Kim. Oh, yeah. Where's my daughter? Cars and he's getting ready to ask her on mm-hmm. a date. Yep. Oh, they had so many, they had so many, many of those moments. Yeah. Um, my only other note for that episode was uh, Lane going on about how the Foo Fighters are gods. Quote, <laughs> have you heard the acoustic version of Everlong? And quote, girl, yes, we have. It's <laughs> where I apparently I love- was done taking notes for that yeah. one. <laughs> lot of lane's like quirky music opinions but some of mm-hmm. them are just like really yeah yeah <laughs> like you're so edgy because you like the foo fighters yeah <laughs> you're being you're a Bengals fan Woo! yeah no shit like anyway but, but i did love thing- i do love um lane's cd filing system on the floorboards. and the floorboards although i was always a little unclear about like her being able to kind of hide out in her closet with, like, her lights and everything. Because yeah. if her mom was as, like, crazy and controlling like that, she wouldn't be able to have that shit in her closet. Yeah. Miss Kim would still be putting laundry away. I always give kind of a pass to a lot of things in the first season because they're still figuring their stuff yeah. out. You know what I mean? But, so, yeah, Mrs. Kim runs out and interrupts poor Luke trying to ask Lorelai out. Mm-hmm. Because 
and this happened to me actually when I was Rory and Lane's age. Lane oh. and Rory left some stuff out. <laughs> And they end up on this double date. Like they're like, "Oh, we just happened to run into Dean and Todd. How crazy!" Oh, blah, blah, blah. except for small me, world. it was me and my friend telling each other's parents we were sleeping over at each other's house. A classic. Then going over to some college dude and hanging out. Like we just we just hung out mm-hmm. and we felt really really cool hanging yep. out. I don't know what kind of college age dude wants to hang out with sixteen year olds, but that's a whole different podcast. We, oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, so anyways, what ended up happening was a total fluke. My dad drove by my friend's house by accident. My car wasn't there, so he called, and then that was it. I lost my car. I just got my driver's license, lost my car. For mm-hmm. a month. So I feel but you were way. allowed out, out of the house. Barely. <laughs> that was super cute at the end when Lane runs out. She's like, I'm on the front porch. <laughs> I love Lane. Mm-hmm. That was one time where... Lorelai sticking her nose in someone else's business happened to pay off because that mm-hmm. did allow Lane to be out on the front porch. Yes. And not locked. I, I enjoy no, I seeing Lorelai and Mrs. Kim's kind of relationship develop over the series. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot to it. There's not, you don't no. get too much. Clearly but, they acknowledge they're completely different parenting styles, mm-hmm. but at least from Lorelai, you know, because she has that rule, she doesn't lie to other moms. Um, which is a good rule. Which is a good rule. <laughs> so I think on that level, Mrs. Kim will always kind of have that respect for her, even though she might not agree with everything else. Well, and overall, Mrs. Kim's arc on the series is fantastic. I I do love that. Yeah, because there was, I think I caught like a random episode like on TV, so not part of my rewatch, but it was... After Lane and um, Zach, like they one of like after one of their first breakups or something, and Lane's back at the house and she's screaming at the customers and she's like, she pressure she's all Asian aggressive towards a guy <laughs> and he buys a chair or whatever, and she's like, no, we don't deliver. Mrs. Kim's like, but we do deliver. She's like, well, I don't feel like delivering anything. <laughs> she's just mad. And at the end of that episode. Uh, Mrs. Kim and Lane sit down and they do a couple of shots and Mrs. Kim acknowledges Lane's pain. She's like, all right, you've had a few days. Now we drink and we move on. <laughs> yes, I love that. And I love that they had the band and she's like becomes their manager and sets up a whole tour for them. Yeah. I love that. I love yep. all of that. Oh, I can't wait to get to that. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Well, now I got to talk about that damn Donna Reed. All right. So. Because, oh my fucking God. Buckle up, bitches. Here she goes. I don't know how much I'm going to get in. No, you you can, I didn't even take notes on it because I, I wrote Donna Reed and then I just wrote in capital letters, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And then I wrote, oh, Luke. Oh, Luke. <laughs> no, so that Dan, like the Donna Reed episode. I think that was one of really the. I really hate Dean so much. Like before I was like, eh. But he's like, I think it'd be really nice if the mom would stay home and cook dinners and blah, blah. And well, yes. That's a totally valid choice mm-hmm. for women to do if you if you're going to be a stay at home mom and do that. Fantastic, your choice. Yep, your choice. And that was one of the things where I was really kind of on Rory's side for a lot of it when she got pissed off at Dean talking about like mm-hmm. my mom always makes dinner and da da da. And I was like, that's fantastic. Yep, wonderful in heels and petticoats and yep. full blown makeup. Like I don't. This is too much. I work from home, so I don't usually get dressed until like 2.30 in the afternoon. Like, that's when I take a shower and get changed and stuff. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm basically festering all day. <laughs> Me too. 
Um, but then Rory lost me when she went and like decided to do the Donna Reed dinner thing. Mm-hmm. And of course she researched Donna Reed and all that other stuff. And that's how she justifies doing it. Yep. But it just felt so icky for me. Yeah. So I think the Donna Reed episode might've been one of the first ones, first episodes of Gilmore Girls I had ever seen. And mm-hmm. I grew up watching Nick at night, like with my parents and grandparents. Um, so familiar with with donna reed and yes that whole image and that whole archaic idea and yada yada well, right. i watched nick and Nia's yep. too, you know um and i actually i guess upon my first watching i thought it was kind of funny cute you know because yep they're still in high school they're just kind of you know playing dress up playing mm-hmm. house for the night and it was more like you know what she did a little research Maybe she's she's trying to see things, trying to experience things more from Sam Dean's point of view of why is this okay and why, you know, why people might yeah. like this. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool that she was open to giving it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, she's like, oh, an uncredited producer and, and all of this um, about fun facts about Donna Reed. I, I still kind of agree that with Sam Dean that, yes, as long as it's the woman's choice, there's nothing wrong with it. However, for a man or a woman to have any kind of expectation of that, like that of their partner is gross and icky. Like they should expect my partner should want to do these things and are expected to do these things, cooking, cleaning and all that stuff. That whole idea, even if you're open to like, oh, yeah, you know, no, it's not a requirement or anything. But even that little voice in the back of like, yeah, that'd be super sweet. And that'd be nice if they did that. And the thing is, is later on, Dean gets that. Yes. Poor Lindsay. Dean gets the wife who I don't understand why she did. She didn't work. Mm -mm. She stayed home. She tried so hard to make this goddamn roast. roast. Oh, man. And she was wearing some, like, fancy little white Marilyn Monroe dress. He got his little Donna Reed. Mm -hmm. And clearly it did not work out. No. Dean's a shit person. He is. Um, He is also, just in general, a bad person. And I love, though, in the Dan Donna Reed... There are two things. I, yeah, I wrote Luke in giant capital letters because this is the episode with the chick. Mm-hmm. And they're like picking out, picking out paint chips and stuff like that to kind of yeah. find what to repaint Luke's diner and things <laughs> like that. And then Lorelai gets home and Rory's homework, which isn't she supposed to be like documenting everything about it and Lorelai's not there to help her out with it? I mean, you don't. This I don't know. Like, that's a fancy pants. Like we is, got an egg. I got a flower bag. <laughs> And I had to keep a flower bag alive. And I barely succeeded. I don't know. This is one of those things where I was like, who? Why did anyone let me have children? <laughs> I've kept them alive for over a decade now, mm-hmm. though, so I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> oh, God bless you. <laughs> 11 more years. And then, <laughs> and then it's not my fault. No. <laughs> but anyway, so Lorelai gets home and the chick is out mm-hmm. for some reason. And she calls Luke over and she tells him and he comes running over like mm-hmm. Luke does and they go so Oh, and there the really is comment. a chick. Yeah, it's like, oh, there really is a chick loose here. Mm-hmm. And one, I cannot believe Lorelai has never heard of this ploy. Oh, yeah. To, yeah, like, come the fuck on. She's not that stupid. Yeah, right. To call someone over and say mm-hmm. there's something going on because you really want to... Mm-hmm. It's you like know. watching a movie. Oh, do you want to come over and watch a movie? Yeah, this is the pre-Netflix, Netflix and chill. Right. Kind of thing, situation. But 
Luke did not hesitate to scurry. Hell no. He got off that phone and was like, I'm going to shoot my shot. This is my chance. Yeah. And then they're really I'm running over there. <laughs> there really was a chance. <laughs> the disappointment. Yeah. And I hate that that was never really further explored. Like, Lorelai Mm-mm. talked to Suki about it for a second, but it was never like, she never thought, like, wow, he came over real quick. Yeah. Well, she did start to confront him. You know, she's start asking him, what did you mean by mm-hmm. there's actually a chick loose in here? And he was looking because she gave up and was sitting down. <laughs> he was still looking. And he's like, what? And then she's like, when you got here, you said this. And what'd you mean? And then he's like, oh, just, oh, there it went. You yeah. know, he, he was evasive. Mm-hmm. About it. And I also love that this is so cute. One of another episodes where we see Dean and Luke's just animosity towards each other. Yeah. do not like each other. And I love how much it's played through the whole series. How much Luke hates this kid. One of my favorite scenes is um, when they, when um, Rory and Sam Dean break up Mm -hmm. because he's a shitty person and can't accept the fact that she can't just blurt out I love you back to Mm -hmm. him as a 16 year old. He took her to a junkyard. Oh, Jesus. At least he didn't kill her because honestly, if, if like that was my anniversary date to a junkyard. I'm like, ah. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna build you a car. Seriously, I'm gonna share my what location with fucking my psycho builds a car. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, I would initially be like, no, don't do that, but yeah. I still take it. <laughs> <laughs> like all original parts, right? No, <laughs> I don't know shit about cars. That'd have been the only quote knowledgeable thing I could have uttered. Um. But yeah, so after they break up and everything and Rory's trying to do her not wallow bit Mm -hmm. and they go to Luke's and everything and Lorelai tells Luke that they broke up and Luke's instantly like, like mad, such a dad. And then he sees Sam Dean in the street and (laughs) runs out and was like, you're not allowed in there. And then they start pushing and like... (laughs) Like puts headlock. him in a headlock, and I'm just like, you a grown <laughs> ass man. Child. <laughs> you're grown ass. <laughs> that is a child. <laughs> oh my god, that was one of the best, and it's I love it because you do see that you know, yes, Luke goes in full dad mode, full protective mode. You know, he cares a lot about Rory and everything, so. That was just kind of a fun, comical way to see that. One of my other notes for that episode right away is, um, so it must have been the cold open when they're doing one of their movie nights. I wrote, Sam Dean, weirding people out with salads since forever. (laughs) Because he's eating a salad and they're like, the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Fuck you. so well into the supernatural world where Sam. I don't Um, know if you're caught up, but there's an episode where he has veggie bacon (laughs) And, and Dean is horrified. Oh, no. I am... Appropriately so. So we've discussed... I thought I was only like a couple of seasons behind on Supernatural. Was it like seven? Yeah. Yeah, you should You should do that. Oh, we haven't even talked about big lore. Tricks. Oh, tricks. Laura. I'm sorry, but one of my... I love, Lorelai the I first. I love Emily's sheer... And this Panic. is to see how much Emily and Lorelai are actually alike. Yep. And Emily's taken all this shit out yep. of the attic and the basement to put around <laughs> and calling calling Lorelai for her re-gifted hat rack. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, I loved that. Um, her instant panic as soon as Richard says that Trix was coming for a visit, her eyes get all big. You almost see like the sweat beads forming. She she's like, "Excuse me." To prepare. So she's got to pull out all the old crazy gifts, and then when Trix shows up, and Laura's like, "Nuts, Mom! I got those nuts that you like." And then Trix is like. Make some comment about she's, she's so going excited. on so excited about these nuts. <laughs> so bitchy. God bless Miriam Cunningham. <laughs> well, and then like when Lorelai or the reigning Lorelai will call her mm-hmm. tricks. Like we have to call her tricks. There's too many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tricks comes back unexpectedly, <laughs> and Emily is just like. And we find out that she was renting her house to corn. Oh, yes, that's right. And she wants to see Lorelai's house at inn and everything like this. So Emily, like, trots over to Lorelai's house to try and, like, rearrange. Yep. Oh, God. And the sheer panic on her face mm-hmm. that, A, oh, and maybe this is a different season. I'm trying to, I, they got a little jumbled. The trust fund episode, I know, is season one. Yep. That's when, yep. When, when she gets all comes. panicked mm-hmm. about the trust fund. Yep. And it really, it's one of those things where Emily's not a very soft person in a lot of ways, but I totally get her, like, panic about this trust fund meaning that she'll never see her granddaughter anymore. And I think that made me really sad because I feel like at that point, Rory got a chance to bond with them enough. And you can tell that she did because she eventually does run away from Lorelai to her grandparents. And I love that irony. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And I love when Emily just kind of was like, oh, nope. She's here. She ran away to here. <laughs> Smug and bitchy about him. Like, yeah, girl, you. T- this is your moment. <laughs> Take it. Step into this line. But the, the idea that this money would mean that she would never see her kid. Mm-hmm. And she very, very much loves Lorelai. Yeah. And she's not great about showing it. And she mm-hmm. was raised a very... Her and Richard were both raised a very, very specific way, and I mm-hmm. think that kind of hinders their ability to loosen up some of the rigidity yep. of their societal expectations. By the end of the series and the renewal or mm-hmm. the revival or whatever, yep. we, she's basically a whole other person. And I love I love how her story ends. Yeah. But yeah, I just, her panic about the trust fund. And then you see Lorelai, and like it gets into Lorelai's brain that mm-hmm. if Rory doesn't need her, yep. her money just that shit trickles down mm-hmm. it was all so, you don't have any money and it's kind of like <laughs> it was almost like emily being like look if i'm gonna panic and freak out about this and this is my fear i'm implanting it in you as well so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be alone in it kind of yeah yeah and i did like so yeah we see these little moments where yep lorelei and emily are lot of similarities um i also like these little moments where they kind of get along and i might be blending into season two because i'm thinking of like that mother-daughter fashion show that they do for yeah that's season two but like rory's birthday party rory's beginning of that you see emily emily is trying she's Mm -hmm. making these attempts you know she calls Lorelai and asks for help on getting Rory a nice, appropriate birthday gift, something that Lorelai would get her. And that she would genuinely like. Yep. Which I love. You know, Emily, they're at the mall. Emily's like, oh, a nice pen set, you know, <laughs> calligraphy set or whatever. And then they just, you know. And the hat. She really wants to give. The hat. Throughout the whole series, she really wants to give Rory a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the golf hat was... <laughs> the 
pretty stellar. So, I mean, you can't top that. But She's so cute. And Rory, like, this is where you see the difference between parent and grandparent so much. Because they're so much more relaxed mm-hmm. with Rory than they ever were. Oh, yeah. Or are with Lorelai. And I think some of that is grandparent. I think some of that is learning mm-hmm. the idea that she, they're just, they lost so many years. Mm-hmm. And, and to them, Rory is kind of pliable for them still Mm -hmm. they can still they still have some influences on her um the coming out ball is that season two did i do it again god damn it yeah um but just any of it rory's yeah very much like a little child when she's with them so much more so than when we see her in stars hollow Mm -hmm. with with lorelei and she lets she's a child in different ways but it's a teenager kind of thing where she has her fits and temper tantrums and yep and that's just life sorry i'm like Getting gay, getting a little, not white. Getting verklempt? Getting a little verklempt. Oh, no. It is the um, white claw. <laughs> there are no laws. <laughs> but, disclaimer, there are, in fact, laws. There lots of them. The claws. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I agree. So. It's just, I like it. I do, too. What have we not talked about? I don't know. Let's see. We didn't have a whole lot... Richard's heart attack. Oh yeah. Was... Um. So yeah, episode ten. Oh yeah, the uh, little back and forth were with um, Nurse Jane Lynch and Emily yes. Gilmore. I'd and watch that all like, day. I really want to deal with her some more. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Um. My one of my only other comments that I wrote down was, you see the love Richard and Emily half for each other and not just in this episode and in this scene when they're in the hospital, but kind of sprinkled throughout the little glances and everything. Mm And, um, there's, there's still a lot of love, love there for each other. And then they're very much in love. mm -hmm. And then we see, um, you know, Emily demands to go first. Richard will not die. She demands to go first. So much more now. Mm -hmm. And then we see in the reboot, what happens when she didn't get her wish to go first? Um, she loses it. Which... She completely understandable because yeah. again, they they still really were very much in love and head over heels. Um, for me, that episode, the first time I watched it, because in a way, Lorelai and Emily's relationships mirrored a lot of me and my mom's relationship. The communication barrier, mm-hmm. the stubbornness, um, really, the both of us wanting kind of the same end goal is just our idea of how to get there. Yeah. Never, never jived, but also seeing throughout the series, Lorelai's relationship with her dad uh, is a little strained. Mm -hmm. You you can see that Lorelai is a, is a tad jealous of Rory being so close with Richard because she never really had that. Yeah. You know, she never had that. And then, so you see it with, with the heart attack episode, her, her need and her want to be there, but then, her hesitation and apprehension to go into the room and have that alone time with Richard mm-hmm. to say her piece or anything. And they just kind of share a look and it's kind of understood. Yeah. My I dad mean, and I weren't big talkers. And so it was kind of similar in that sense, especially when my dad passed, there was a moment where we were in the room. It was just him and I, um, but couldn't find the words because, mm-hmm. you know, well, and it's, and it's, but there was an understanding, I think. So. Yeah, well, and I think it's not unusual to have that avoidance to not want to see someone that you have always, like, she always talks about his dad, her dad being so tall, mm-hmm. and how 
and how big how, he was. And he that, gets taller when he's mad. Doesn't he get taller? Yeah. <laughs> and how he looks so small and vulnerable in the bed. And I, mm-hmm. I, no one wants to see mm-hmm. their parent. No one really ever wants to accept the mortality of their parents. Yep. Ever. You know what I mean? I'm 35 years old and I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> My parents are, they're fine. <laughs> They're going to live forever. I'm 38 and I make super healthy dead parent jokes to make people uncomfortable because that's what makes me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I like the super healthy Um, dead parents. Yeah. How healthy? How how healthy? Our dead parents. Our dead parents? They're vegan, right? They're, you know, they are. (laughs) They're on the oxygen diet. But you know what? They just live. They don't get a lot of, they just kind of lay around yeah. they don't do much don't do a lot of exercise that's terrible oh my god thanks i've been working on that one for a while the other thing is <laughs> with the bangles <laughs> so there was a i'm i'm sorry this is, might be sexist but there were a lot of what seemed to be straight white dudes at a bangles show oh. young younger no. not in that age group like 20 year like i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry but those two dudes that Lorelai and Suki were sitting next to up in the nosebleeds. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't fucking be there unless they're just doing drugs up there. I don't know. But really appreciative of the bangles. <laughs> <laughs> more than that is the young dudes who paid premium dollars to be 10th row. Mm-hmm. And I love kind of, I love how like Louise and Madeline are always like these little weird sex kitten mm-hmm. things or whatever, especially as I think it's Louise. That's really the like the blonde is Louise. Who's yes. Really like, ooh, mm-hmm. like basically always trying to find an excuse to take her clothes off, which more power to her. Sure. Whatever. But I love how they've realized that Lorelai was 16 years old when she had Rory, and Lorelai seems kind of like a cool parent and stuff like that and everything. And they really try to take advantage of that, mm-hmm. I think. When they're like, they go to this concert and they're like, whatever, we can just go off with these dudes. And Lorelai, like. This is one of my favorite Lorelai moments. Yep, when she just goes into full-on mom mode. Knocks on every, every door. door, and then she's like, I can't wait to talk to your parents. Yep. And that reality <laughs> check that she's not... She's still a parent. She's cool. Yeah. In the weird way that I don't want to be cool. Honestly, I don't want to be cool to my teenagers. I, no. Because teenagers are obnoxious. They're stupid. They're dumb. Like, they're, I love... they're, they're dumb like deer. Yeah. <laughs> deer who run into other cars. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't talked about that. One of the one of the best <laughs> Rory freakout moments ever. She gets she runs late. She's running late. She gets hit by a deer at a stop sign. She fucking is late to school, so she can't take her test, and she has a goddamn meltdown. And Paris is, is, is screams screams in Tristan's face, yells at fucking Rory, and she's like. <laughs> Paris. And like talk or yeah, Paris. She's talking shit as Max is leading her out. She's like, like "What you got? What you got now, Quippy? Huh? Huh?" <laughs> He's basically pulling her backpack. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> she got hit by a deer. That's some, that's some like Meg level shit. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But, but it, I mean, it happens. People get. <laughs> we live in the Midwest, yes. you know, so it's. For me to hear if someone got getting hit by I a deer, I'd be like, mm, yeah. Mm. I, I actually did know someone who were like, why do they have deer? Why do they have the deer crossing here? It's so busy. Why is there a sign for deer crossing here? I'm like, oh, baby. <laughs> we didn't, mm, it was like should. an earnest question. And I was just like, oh, mm. it's not for the deer. 
Oh, oh, oh honey. <laughs> but I would 100% be hit by a deer. And it's one of those things that happens when you're running late. Yep. Oh yep. So, yeah, that was, yeah, that's one of my favorite moments. But, yeah, kind of going back to the uh, Bengals episode, because also when um, Lorelai's going all full mom mode, banging on every door and everything, <laughs> Paris is just like, just enjoying this it. This is the best night of my life. Yeah, she's just eating it up. I'm just like, oh, Paris. I think the saddest part about that is, yeah, Lorelai's going to talk to Madeline and Louise's parents, but I don't think they're going to care. Nope. No, but she's she does what she has to do, that parent obligation oh, yeah. of... Of course. So, let's see. What else? Oh, Rachel. We never talked about Rachel. Because who gives a fuck? Like, why? <laughs> why is she there? She's there to, to ruin take everything. She's there to take that iconic picture of Luke and Lorelai on the bench. Mm-hmm. And then be like, I promise I won't leave. I promise I won't leave. And before she d- takes her new birthday present... I know what oh, she saves for her birthday. Mm, yep. Takes that nice bag and leaves. What a bitch. Yeah, she just... I didn't see the point of her. Other than to just kind of it ruin... to make the Lorelai lo- jealous. Mm-hmm. For us to kind of see that. Um, the ice you know, man. And you know what? I'm sorry. The whole... Okay, so, yeah, to make, to make Lorelai jealous. Up. Great. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> White claws kicking in. No. This is 100% going to be a two-parter. <laughs> we're 90 minutes in, and I haven't even started talking about Emily and Luke. <sighs> no, do your thing. But, so, <laughs> clearly, fucking Lorelai has feelings for Luke because she gets all awkward and weird, you know, at the mm-hmm. mention of Rachel or dating anyone else or even being engaged to Max or or her dating someone and having Luke find out. She admits it to her mom and then when yeah and then when every time suki calls her out calls out lorelei and was like you know what you know you know he's acting like acting all weird because he likes you and you like him and then she gets all defensive and bitchy and then she's mean to suki again and Mm -hmm. then i'm just like fucking just admit it quit being so stupid and childish and like but then rory brings it up when she tries to mention to rory to kind of wade i think she tries to dip her toe in that dating water Mm -hmm. for a second with rory after the double date episode Mm -hmm. or whatever and rory freaks out and i think that really kind of said it i think it it just pushed her back way back i mean if if she broke up with max because rory was kind of attached Mm. to max the idea that she and Luke would be together, and Luke is such a fixture in Rory's life in his own right, that the idea that dating and it not working out, I think that that was it. Yeah. As soon as Rory freaked out at the idea mm-hmm. that Lorelai might think Luke is cute, yep. even. And that ruin all of that. She pumped those brakes so fast. And I think that's what it was. Ugh. And I, but I understand that. I she, totally understand where she's coming from yeah, at that point. That makes a lot of sense. It, uh. It's when you look at spoiler when they do date and they break up that first time. How yeah awkward everything is for Rory even and Rory. I hate how much and I I kind of like that they have a kind of friend relationship where they they support each other and things and but it makes me really sad to see a kid take care of her mom after bad breakups. Yeah, but. I really like that she does it mm-hmm. for her. Like when she broke up with Max and she got really upset and yeah. it was heartbreaking and Rory was kind of there for her. But then later on in the series, like that first breakup with Luke, when she just, that's it. Yeah. And just falls apart. 
Yeah. And I, so I totally see where she's coming from with that, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it's always been something where they've always, they've known. And it's the first, I think it's the second episode where the first comment about the two of them having feelings for each other comes up. It comes yeah, up it's real, real early. Yeah. And so many of those are Emily's observations. Yes. Which I love. The Iceman. The Iceman. And she calls them both idiots and, and during the forgiveness and stuff mm-hmm. episode. Poor Luke yeah. is just looking at the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That> poor man. <laughs> he's the main. What does what what Emily say? Like, he's like the main player in all your stories or something. He's a male lead. Male lead. Yep. And she's not wrong. No. You know, and, and I think that it's a kind of bullshit that Lorelai wouldn't think her mom would be observant enough mm-hmm. or know her well enough to know that even if Emily is not in Stars Hollow. Like you said, she knows Lorelai well enough to know. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I, I, I do love, and I love throughout, I like it less later on in the series because uh, Emily does cross some pretty massive <sighs> yeah. lines that I find hard to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love like just these little things from here and there. And she finally gets Lorelai to admit that she has feelings for Luke. And then she goes, see, was that so hard? Yep. <laughs> now we can talk about why you're so insane. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Again, Which, another classic, perfect Emily moment. It's fantastic. But you know what? Rory ruined the whole, I think if it That's had a just good been point. Emily having that comment, mm-hmm. Lorelai would have that night. Probably would have gone and fucked Luke. Yeah, who's yeah. been pining for her mm-hmm. forever. But Rory stops it. I think yeah. just to, if nothing else, to spite her mom. He's, he's the the bearer of the coffees, you know, what is she called? Like, yeah. The bringer of the coffee. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he feeds them. Yeah. All the time. They can't eat at Owls all the time. That's disgusting. Or Weston's, but I don't think Weston's exists yet. Oh, it no. does exist. No, no, wait, no, no. That was a season three episode. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Nope. Because I think even in season one, it's not completely Al's See, this is where it's a hot mess, because we've watched this show so many times. So it's bad. really hard to kind of, to to not talk about the whole thing, but we could never do an episode that was the entire series. No. Although, we seem to be shooting we for it. We seem to be doing it. We've been talking a lot, but we haven't mentioned Logan. We haven't talked about Jess, so I feel like we're no. doing okay. Or, um, oh God, who's Paris's man? Doyle? Doyle! Or Marty? Marty oh, the nice guy. Oh, duck soup. Ugh, he is the worst. He sucks too. He did, but he but didn't that's deserve a that. That's, he didn't deserve what? Her friend being friends with him, and then when he said he wanted to be more, she was like, I don't have feelings for you, and then he just vanished. He was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. And then didn't he date... He dated Jessica Jones. And and didn't mention that he ever knew yep. Lori. That he was weird. Yeah, not cool. He gives Marty so no ah uh, no ah uh, Marty in that one, but no. I don't know for but some see, reason that's a whole other season. Yep, <laughs> whole other scene I have to rewatch. Who knows my my take on it by then might have changed, and I'm like, yep, fuck that guy. He's a fucking weirdo, just like the rest of them. I like Logan. I don't know. That's a whole other. <sighs> I'm one of the in few the in the end she deserves like Logan. Yeah, in the end she deserve they deserve each other. Uh, okay. <laughs> More spoilers for the revival. I don't know how anybody was surprised that Rory would sleep with an engaged dude. She lost her virginity to a married man and did not seem to have any qualms about it. No. She totally broke up a marriage. No. (laughs) Timmy's nickname for the Gilmore Girls has always been um, Horlai and Hori. (laughs) 
Don't slut shame to me. It's not shaming. He's just, you know, putting a little more truth to their names. Oh, Max Medina. Speaking of poor Horolai. Oh, God. He deserved better, but he kind of he kind of made his own bed in a little bit of ways. He proposed to her like in a really weird fa- they're they're in the middle of a fight and because they don't know how to work it out, he's like, We can't do this anymore. Let's get married. Like, what? And yeah. Caroline calls him out on it, rightfully so. But her weird proposal plot like is weird. A thousand yellow da- daisies. What is And everything just moved way too fast with mm-hmm. those two even with their breakup and everything and then getting back together and then jumping right into being engaged i mean whatever people fall in love and that's fine and everything but it just seemed way reckless. too reckless almost like max was so just like entranced mm-hmm. by lorelei for some reason where he was just like i need to be with this woman and i will pursue her and i want to be with her and you know be a part of like that family and everything it just on a on a level kind of weird like you saw it even the first time they meet at like that parent teacher thing yeah and him just right away like talking to her and like oh b52 is like eyes are up there buddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta think he doesn't he probably doesn't see many age appropriate mm-hmm. hot ladies who are so quirky and they're and not like other girls. Not uptight and that want to go and cheer on their kid and taking some major test. test because their life is just so, they're, like, that's all that they know is so, their kid. That was so weird to me. And she's like, I want to go hang out at the test. Like, And this is when I, like, was really 100% on test team Chilton parents who are all like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is this the matter with you? Yeah. I am not that parent who's, no. like... You know what? Especially at, deep in my kids' shit. Especially a high school age kid. You yeah. know what? You can drive your ass to your test. You can drive your ass home or take the bus or whatever the fuck. And I'm gonna get a couple hours to myself. Also, I want to know what bus line. We see that Hartford mm-hmm. is like 20 miles away mm-hmm. from Stars Hollow. What bus line gets you from 20 miles mm-hmm. in 30 minutes? Right. I mean, because I drove less than 20 miles to get to, to you, and it took me more than 30 minutes. Right. Like how? What time do these people get up and start their days and everything? Like, Rory's got time to get up and have coffee at home and then go down to Luke's and it's eat a breakfast. Coast, everything starts later on the East Coast. Does it? Yeah, like, 9 to 5 is kind of the East Coast thing. We're in the oh. Midwest with all these fucking farmers, and that's why we are. That's why we eat dinner at 5. <laughs> okay? Like, when they talk about dinner at 7, I'm like, I'm ready for bed. Yep. Like, my kids at 7.30 are actually in bed because they have to wake up so early for the bus we do and their school's a mile away we do early bird we're, we're an early bird family the kids Same. usually around 4 4 30 tim will start making dinner so everyone's like fed and done usually between 5 5 30 and then if it's bath night then mm-hmm. it's bam bam like shit going on yeah. so but these people talk about meeting at one or one thirty for lunch and eating dinner at 7 or 8. I'm like, where are we, France? Do you know how many <laughs> Snickers bars I'm going to have to eat from the time that I get up to a 1 o'clock lunch? <laughs> where Jesus. are we, Spain? <laughs> Is this the office oh, dinner party? Only if I can start drinking when I get up. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. I also have notes on Jess, but I think Jess is season two. Jess is 100% season two. Mm. There is no Jess yet. Okay, I love him so much. I love him too, but he... 
Yes, so, he's, he's a I, punk as an older person, As an older person, though, I'm just like, ugh. He's kind of an asshole. I still love him, but it's Absolutely. like, God, he is an asshole. He wouldn't go to the Winter Festival with Rory just to yeah. be a dick. Yeah. You know, like, he wouldn't... I don't... I, I love... I love Jess. I do not understand him and Rory together as much as, even though I hate Dean, I mm-hmm. could see why him and Rory would be together. Yeah. I thought... We'll and we'll get more into Jess when we do officially watch second season and everything. Oh but I <laughs> this is the two hours we've been talking. This is amazing. I still I'm I'm still Team Jess. I will always be Team Jess. Um, even though I think in the end her and Logan work the best. Clearly she got her footing in that fancy pants lifestyle and everything, adultery included, and. <laughs> weird to me about like in the revival when we see Jess again and then he like he looks all piningly at Rory like I'm sorry I I hated that because he at this point had grown so much and he and by the even by the end of the series the original series mm-hmm. he had grown and matured so mm-hmm. much beyond her exactly and yep. he had lost a lot of his and I understand where he was coming from with a lot of his edge and mm-hmm. and issues this as a kid that no one wants mm-hmm. and that's going to affect you mm-hmm um, but he had grown so much, and you're seriously telling me that at 32 years old, he's still like pining for Rory, like the one who got away. I didn't like that. I didn't like the weird look back he had of her in the window, and he's yeah. all wistful. I don't know if, how many times he's watched the revival, but yeah, just the one time. So we'll see when we go back. But I guess I took it. Mm, I don't know. I'll have to think about that because. I feel like we it should was just more do this like a... and then do a revival <laughs> watch episode. And then go back and do season two, three, and four, five, six, seven. And then just, I think, I, I don't know. I think we've talked a lot. No. <laughs> but no, nah, I guess I just kind of took that moment as, um, yeah, a little bit of the one that got away, but still, like, not not pining for it so much. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, we had a great thing. There's like a fondness with those memories and kind of looking back, but completely contented with how things ended I up. I rewatched but it and it no. looked piney. Mm-hmm. It looked like probably Stockter because like he's they just they do. Yeah, he's just like, why am I not married to Rory, who is just a mess. She is a fucking mess in that revival like, season. Get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Wasn't her underwear that she couldn't find ever and her dress. Her underwear and her lucky dress. But that's a, that's a different episode. <laughs> What's going to be nice, though, is by the time we get to the revival, we'll only have to talk for about 15 minutes because we'll have talked right. so much. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. The episodes will get shorter as we continue and just <laughs> we'll babble to- on about <laughs> random seasons. No, oh, but I do love this show. I do, too. So and much. it's like as much as I have we are I've enjoyed shit shitting on it. it because it, uh... Why not? Why not? You know, I feel like when you really love something, you should, you can, you're, being you're critical of it is okay. You're able to affectionately shit all over it. That's. And sometime when you ever get caught up on supernatural, oh my God, the I, amount of shitting that we could do so much shitting, so much, so much shitting, like a year and a half, like a year ago, I went back and started rewatching from Fruit, the first season. Fruitlessly. And I was just to like, get to fruitlessly to get to sketch up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, they're just little babies. Like, they're just little so babies. tiny. I will have to say it's amazing. I mean, you know, 
growing up, you know, you grow up and everything, you fill out, not necessarily in a negative way, but. How hot Jensen Ackles, how much hotter he's gotten every yes. year. But Holy even, shit. even Jared Padalecki, you look at his scrawny, tiny headed, he lanky was like body. 18. And now when you look at him, obviously a grown ass man with, you know, a family and kids and everything. We have the but same birthday. Do you? Yes, it's really fun on my birthday to That's see hilarious. all my Twitter followers and my like friends even on Twitter like wishing Jared Padalecki a happy birthday. I'm like, I'm here too. <laughs> but it's like he looks better with like the longer hair because mm-hmm. there is just one one shot in Gilmore Girls, one of the early seasons, just with the hairstyle and maybe how they dressed him as well. Hair. He just looks so skinny and like just kind of scrawny almost. Mm-hmm. You know, he's thickened up. I'm not going to lie. Chasing them demons. Really, I was really sad Excuse me. during the revival that they didn't make some comment about him going hunting with his brother or something like that. I, me too. I was really disappointed that there wasn't some kind of supernatural reference only mm-hmm. because in Supernatural, they reference the Gilmore... a Gilmore Girls reference and it's amazing. It's the best. It's it's the best. Ah. They mentioned we're on the set of the Gilmore Girls while but he was see the... and then... Dean looks so panicked. And then he runs off the golf cart. Doesn't he like run away and Jensen's, you know, Dean Dean's just like, what? Dean Dean. I love it. That's how I had to discern, like, differentiate yes. the two when I first started but Supernatural. that's a whole other show, and we should actually do that at some point. And then you should watch Outlander, and we can do it for Outlander. They have oh. they have lots of the sex in Outlander. They have lots of the sex. And men in kilts, which, oh. yum. Sex in kilts? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Sex, sex and kilts and sex in kilts. It's Ooh. amazing. I made a weird noise. <laughs> Well, all right. Have we? I think we've. I think we've. Are, are we, we exhausted with season one plus? Season one. <laughs> <laughs> I I was trying. We didn't talk about Michelle. We did not talk about Michelle, but, but he is amazing. He is amazing. Just gonna throw this out here. Michelle is fantastic. He is. I love his snark. The one person of color. Yes. In all of Stars Hollow, Star, all of Connecticut, all of Connecticut. <laughs> And he's like the asshole assistant manager or whatever, but asshole. concierge. Concierge. I had like some note where I'm just like, and I feel like harpist. I'm going to love Michelle more and more. Drella, I loved Drella. Yes. It was sad that there wasn't more Drella. Um, she is the act. That actress is actually Alex. in the new, um, not new. It's marvelous, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Maisel. So she's actually. It's the same actress who yep. plays what's her face. Yep, Alex Bor- uh, Borstein. Bor- Bornstein. Yes. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but she was actually, I guess, in the unaired pilot, she um, played Suki, and then the role went to Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. So Who then, I miss a Suki. I feel like ever since she started doing movies, she's really kind of gotten a little bit pigeonholed as like her bridesmaid's mm-hmm. character. Okay? Yeah. Which makes me sad. Yeah. Except for the Life of the Party movie. I think she was amazing. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, my God. But I know what you mean. Because, yeah, there's um, Bridesmaid, Heat with her, Sandra Bullock. Watch that one. That stolen identity one that I can't think of the name of. Identity oh, yeah. Probably. With um, <laughs> with Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. And then there's the spy one with her and Jason Statham, I think. Yeah, it's just, and she always kind of plays the same. Yeah, that same kind of quirky, I don't know. But, but yeah, Either so... Way. So yeah, it was kind of sad that Drella's really only around in like the first in the early seasons. Taylor killed her too. 
Taylor. Taylor I feel her. like we could watch Gilmore Girls. Ooh. Just think just about, to build watch, that theory. Watch Gilmore Girls with the idea that Taylor is a sleepy town serial killer. Because I think you would love it. Because I like you're that. so into that shit, just like I am. I love it. But the the I feel like mm-hmm. there were tons of where did the other troubadour go? Mm-hmm. Like, I think we could watch and be like... My eyes are super big right now, just like, oh my God. All these missing town folk. I think Taylor is a sleepy town serial killer. Because in season one... exactly who you you would expect to. So in season one, the Mm -hmm. auto shop is not Rosie. No. No, Gypsy. Or Gypsy. Gypsy. Rose something is the actress's name. Gypsy is the... Yeah. Um, He killed the original... I think he did. He (gasps) killed the mayor... This is all Gilmore Girls. We should do the podcast just as Gilmore Girls as a sleepy small town with a dirty, (laughs) dark underbelly. Yes. I love it. (laughs) Where Taylor just... That's why in the revival they all hide from the secret bar. (laughs) Yeah. Because they don't want to be murdered. (laughs) (laughs) That's his killing grounds and they all know it. (laughs) Oh, Taylor. I love him. My oldest daughter is Taylor, and she started watching this show with me a little bit, and she's hearing me bitching about Taylor, and she goes, that's not true about me, Mom! <laughs> like, I know, you're not a serial killer in a small town. Mm-mm. Thirsty for power. I feel like I feel like Tim Timmy would make a good Luke in our tiny town here in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You know? He's got the outfit. Right he doesn't do backward baseball caps, though. Oh, so. yeah, though. You don't want to do that. No. Luke he, just looks weird without a baseball cap. He though. does. He really looks like... He needs a hat. He needs a hat. He look, He's one of the few dudes that will pull that can pull off the backwards cap mm-hmm. somehow. Maybe it's I'm all the plan. I am not one of those dudes. I, I am not one of those dudes either. I can barely wear a hat. My head is so big. And on that note... Anyway. <laughs> so I guess we're going to... Ha- we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Um... Glad you made it all the way to the end. If you did. If you did. If, you if did. not. You can do my shameless plug, though, where totally I write reviews it. for the Game of Thrones. Yeah, go ahead. Plug your shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> plug my shit. <laughs> plug your shit. <laughs> I mean, just get my anal beads out for <laughs> <laughs> This should have been done at the beginning of the episode, because now no one listens. <laughs> now they're all like, these bitches talked about Gilmore Girls for two hours. I'm done. <laughs> No, so I write reviews for thegameofnerds.com. I write about Supernatural, Big Shock, and Outlander. And it's basically just free form of me doing this with you just by myself mm-hmm. and then writing and in yelling writing. about episodes. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. I'm not a writer. I'm a talker. So that's what I do appreciate that you brought our hangouts to life. Me too. I, you know... <laughs> Maybe maybe when we're done with Gilmore Girls, we'll go if back and do Grimm done. or something. Because remember those Grimm. remember those days where we would do our Google Hangout. And... Yeah, well, that's funny. So I mentioned earlier how you and I have like hardly any overlap in all of the shit we watch. But then as soon as we decided Gilmore Girls, and as soon as we got like invested in Indig- watching, yep. it, was, it was, like, was like Bing, oh, Bing, 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 Grimm, The Office, Parks and Rec, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it's. And because for some reason, when people are like, oh, what show should we watch? I always like, okay, what's the darkest thing that I'm watching right now? <laughs> <I've seen? laughs> Gilmore so, Girls. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> All right. And the hunt for the sleepy town serial killer. Anyways. Anyway, You're thanks not for listening. Be able to unsee it now. No, I'm not. That I'm actually can't shake. I can't. I kind of can't wait to 
start watching it with that, trying to keep that in mind. Re-watch That'll be fun. Season one beginning. Ugh. If I end up breaking my TV because I throw my phone at it, I'm going to blame you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's close it out. I got to pee. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, listening to another episode of My Streaming Bubble with me, Jen, and Meg, Meg. the tolerated today. And bye. Thanks for listening and keep streaming. Bye.